0: Hey everyone, welcome out to episode 78 of a Nerd Name Mark podcast. It's me, it's Mark. I'm here. Uh, busy week last week. Hit that OT. Had to get that good money. But now we got the three-day weekend because it's Memorial Day weekend. And I was like, you know what? Now's the time. I can finally sit down, relax, record a new episode. So, you know, not because like, I was working so much, not a lot going on. But in the last, I think it's been over a week now, probably like 10 days... There's been a new game that came out, a little gotcha game on mobile devices called My Hero Academia, the strongest hero. And I've been playing it. That's going to be my main topic, talking about gotcha games. And yes, I've talked about it before. But now that it's been a a, a while, a long time since I've talked about them, and they've kind of changed the structure around. There's more. They're getting more popular, especially once Genshin Impact came out because that was also on console console as well as pc and mobile so like i'm gonna talk a lot of gotcha games today but before we get into all of that we have to go through the normal stuff i gotta talk about comics my games everything else that's going on in media you know and movies and tv shows so i don't waste any time uh before i get into my video games and my comic books because i'm now current uh I got, I, I got some new collectible stuff. Uh, the shelves are looking very nice. Uh, what's There's going to be some changes visually for those who watch the video version of the podcast on YouTube. Uh, for those of you who are listening on your podcasting platform choice, you're not really seeing the setup. But the setup is completely changing for next week's episode. Um, I have the next weekend off. And I got some new support. Basically, is some new supplies and furniture and equipment coming in, which I think is going to really not just make it more visually appealing for me because I don't really want to change stuff around visually just to cater to, you know, people looking at it. It's just from a functionality standpoint, like I have a lot of clutter on my desk, so I've got a whole new desk coming in, be moving around a lot of my shelves because, yeah finally a lot more space and it's going to make it more to what I envision where I have it. Cause let's face it, when you're you're doing podcasting or videos on a budget and especially during the pandemic, you know, you, you, you got no guaranteed money when you're furloughed, you don't, you know? So now that stability has returned and I've been bad at work now, I've been back at work now for like five, six months. I was like, okay, let me get the desk that I originally wanted not the medium-density fiberboard, like $35 desk. Let me get the one I wanted. Let me set it up the way I always wanted it set up for the ease of access and convenience of me being able to access everything I need without having to, when it comes time to recording the podcast, I got to move stuff around and hook stuff up. and Or if I'm streaming, I have to move more stuff around. Or if I'm just chilling and working on the computer, doing some design work and editing, I have to move stuff around. Now with the new setup, I'm not gonna have to move stuff around. Everything will be permanently in their spots. So that's there's gonna be some big changes. From an audio standpoint, it's not gonna change the audio version of the podcast, but visually you're gonna see a major change uh to the episodes. And I'm actually really excited about it because like this is the culmination of, you know, almost two years in doing the podcast, and it's been, you know, when I first started off, I literally had The Yoga Pro 2 from Lenovo with a headset mic. Then I was using the Yeti Snowball. And then eventually, you know, I upgraded my to a gaming laptop. And I was still using the Snowball. Then, you know, I upgraded more multiple monitors, an actual microphone. So, like, there's been an evolution to the podcast and the audio quality that I've noticed. Because obviously the better the audio quality is the less editing i have to do so yeah a lot of changes visually and finally setting everything up that's been a long time in the making it's just waiting for the right time money and you know where it's like okay can i is this expendable income like okay i could spend this and i'm at, when it comes time to pay rent i'm like oh no where's all the money it's like i haven't we haven't had to be stressed about making any purchases for quite some time and it's been a great feeling so yeah that's the changes that are coming which also means like from a setup standpoint it's like it's gonna be a lot more easier for me to record because then it's like hey if i have a i'm working overtime i don't have to be like oh well i can't do an episode this week let me tell everyone i can't do an episode no it's gonna be like hey (laughs) sit down push a button record no moving any equipment around and setting stuff up every time because that was how it was for the longest time. I didn't even have a desk when I first started. I was actually using the Lenovo Yoga in tent mode with my mic, my cheap $15 microphone on my coffee table. And then it's like, okay, let me set it up, get the plug, get the cords, and then everything fold everything down, done. Now it's like, I'm going to sit down at my desk, turn on my computer, load up my software, hit record, and go. And that's going to make it from a, content consistency standpoint a lot easier because i won't have to worry you know if i have time constraints i can sit here like today i'm recording you know it's my day recording in the morning early morning so i have time to edit and get everything posted but that's it for the updates uh before i get into my video games um so yeah like i said a lot of new merch on the shelves if you can't see and i'm starting to get the bandai tamashi nations like like diorama sets and stuff like that for my soto and toku figures so i actually got the option brick wall brown version picked that up at a nice little san diego shop called tokyo central in maine Uh, that's one of my go-to shops for anything like gundam tokusatsu anime this and that the shop is amazing i also strongly recommend book off and if you like the Soto's and the candy toys and this and that. There's a place called Mitsua Marketplace. All all of them are literally within a quarter of a mile of each other. Two of them are actually right next to each other. Those are my go to shops for all my collectibles that you basically could see on display, except for some that I have to order on Amazon Japan or eBay for the more obscure stuff. But yeah, that's uh so yeah, I'm really excited to get some of these. Well, the new setup that I'm gonna be doing, it's going to look great having the stuff on display um, i don't have them over here with me i did also start picking up because target has been remodeling and carrying more anime they carry a lot of gundam stuff a lot of they're starting to carry sh figure arts for dragon ball from bandai uh, a lot of my hero stuff one piece a lot of statues figures and the McFarlane toys started doing these seven inch my hero figures which are very detailed. They got 22 points of articulation. Amazing toys. And I picked up some of them uh, that they had in store. So I got, like, Stain, uh, All for One. I got Kirishima, Aida. I got Bakugo in his school uniform. Like, because... And they're a good price. If you go online and you want to get them, they're, like... They go up to, like, tw- 25 to, like, 40 bucks, But target has them they're under 20 and it's just like target i think is going to be the sleeper store to go to if you want anime figures especially as they expand more especially because if you like one piece naruto my hero gundam dragon ball super like right now their selection is great not every target has this though they are remodeling a lot of them here in san diego a lot of the targets have their setups about 75 percent done but it looks good they even have the Gundam G-Frame kits, which I used to have to go to, like, Tokyo Central Main to get, and you have to get each box individually to make one, and they were, like, 10 bucks a box. And now you can get both boxes combined for 13 at Target, and it's just like, what what is this? Target's becoming, like, little anime nerd, like, Weeby store. I love it. So, yeah, that's just toy stuff. And video games? Well, the main topic I'm gonna be talking about: gotcha games. So obviously, I've been playing My Hero Academia, the strongest heroes. That's a given, okay? Like that's just that's that's. I've been playing that a lot, way too much, more than I probably should, especially because the servers reset at five, and I'm up at five thirty-six every morning, anyway. So it's like, oh, I get to do most of my daily stuff before I go to work. But, um, so. I already mentioned I go to Book Off. And Book Off they kind of sell like a lot of used stuff, resellers. So like they'll have like statues, manga, anime DVDs, Blu-rays, books, music, everything you could think of. And and, and their video game section I always check cuz let's face it, Nintendo discontinued the 3DS and the 2DS and you know, Sony they basically the Vita's dead, okay? You're not going to find one in a store. So whenever I go there, the two things I look for is either a 3DS or a 2DS XL or a PlayStation Vita. And just so happens, the, the, the stars aligned, the light shone down from the sky on me. And when I was there, I found a 2DS XL. And I was like, mm. and I was pacing. I was like, I was talking to my lady. I was like, I need this. Like... I have 2DS games I've th- or I have DS games, I have 3DS games. Uh my my 2DS done, 3DS done. I need I need to replace them. And they always had the Japanese version once, but unlike a lot of stuff, the Japanese versions of the 3DS and the 2DS don't play American games. The American one can play Japanese games, but the Japanese one cannot play American games. So if you are in the market to get a 2DS XL or a 3DS here's a warning do not buy a japanese version because you cannot play american games so i'm sitting here and i'm just like i need it it's a 2ds xl it's new it's mint i looked at it checked it out it's like it's mint condition comes with everything i was like uh, i was like it was only like 170 and i was like okay like that's not bad on amazon and ebay most Three DSs and two DS XLs are selling over three hundred. Like you can get a Switch Lite for cheaper than a two DS or a three DS right now. And I was like, I'm not gonna see a better deal than this. They just put it out like I guess an hour or two before I got there. I was like, I'm not gonna get this kind of deal again. This is and then they had the Vita too, and I was like, Ooh, do I get both? Now I'm very fiscally responsible person. Like I'm really good with my money now. I was I used to be horrible with my money i used to be very very trash with spending and saving now you know with rent and create and just like working full-time this and that the last couple years i've gotten really good with you know budgeting not overspending like everything i have on my display this and that i get a deal or i wait and you know chip away little pieces here and there like ten dollars here fifteen dollars here like yes in my some of my toku haul videos there was a lot of stuff but the spacing between big purchases is very rare so i was like okay am i about to drop over three hundred dollars on these two things plus you know some games because they had some games i wanted i couldn't pull the trigger on the vita i still have the playstation tv so i was like you know i sell the playstation tv you know it's basically a vita but i can play on my tv it's fine the only thing is some of the year one games i can't play because they were very gimmicky for the vita's like back touch screen and this and that so i was like you know what i'm good on the vita but that 2ds i need because i have pokemon games i still want to play and with pokemon bank and pokemon home i can go through get my shinies and this and that send them to the pokemon home put them in sword and shield and now i got some shiny legendaries and some op pokemon so i was like screw it so i got the 2ds XL, obviously uh, for what I've been playing on it, the first game I played on it and that I've been playing on it, cause it's only been a couple, like a day or two. So I've not played it too much. I had to charge it and initialize it, factory reset it. It also had an SD card already in it, which was amazing. So I got a lot of space on that bad boy. Um, first game I started played was Yo-Kai Watch 2 because I'm a huge Yo-Kai Watch fan and I've been wanting to play Yo-Kai Watch 2. I played the first game, never got to play it after that cause handhelds broke. So, I've been playing Yo-Kai Watch 2. I put about, like, three or four hours into it already. Really enjoying it. It's so weird because I play the, the the Switch so much. It's so weird to, like, play a 2DS because it's just, like, mm. it's so different. Like, it just feels... It's been so long since I played it, too. I'm like, oh, man, I'm getting... I gotta get used to this again. But I'm really happy. Um, other than that, for the Switch... I've been playing Octopath Traveler still. I'm almost done with the game. I'm probably like 80% done with the the main story. And then there's secret dungeons and like a true ending I can get to, which I will be doing. I'm going to chip away slowly at that. It's a grind. The level grinding in that. Oh, it is a pain in the ass. Like, I cannot tell you enough how stressful it is trying to grind levels in that game. But I'm enjoying it. And... Realistically, other than that, I haven't been playing too much of anything else. Like, uh, I am going to be going back in the on the Xbox and playing Maneater. Because, as you know, when Maneater first dropped, I talked about it on the podcast. Because I bought it on the Epic Game Store. They were doing that deal, so I got like $10 off and this and that. And I love that game. Now it's on Game Pass. I'm going to play through it again because I actually really enjoyed it. Uh, that game a lot man eater you get to play as a shark it's kind of somewhat open world and you level up you evolve from like a little tiny little shark all the way to a megalodon it's a lot of fun if you haven't checked it out go download it on game pass you won't regret it it's also very funny there's a lot of pop culture references in it there's some happy gilmore references they're just references to a lot of 90s and 80s movies and tv shows and just pop culture and it's great so you'll really enjoy it trust me go download it and play it and other than that uh i am going to go back through because i really want to play that co-op mode in ghost of tsushima and i'm trying to convince my friends and line everything up so we can actually play it because that update's been out for a long time and i have not played it and then i downloaded it but i haven't started either one of these yet as i got days gone on pc and then i bought the mass effect legendary edition um mass like it's one of those things where mass effect i'm gonna get to eventually it is not a main goal right now to play because that's gonna take a lot of time because i'm gonna want to go through all of them like almost like a marathon style like oh i finished one jump into two finish two jump into three and i'm gonna wait so because i don't really have the time to really invest in mass effect but that's definitely gonna happen and so that's it for my video games and you know everything else going on now we're gonna go to comics because i'm current I still have them in the bag because I just went today. The, I, I like how my comic shop now uses these nice, very durable, clear plastic bags because before they were giving me like those low tier, like convenience store plastic bags, and those don't hold comics. They also bend them. This, These new bags are using, uh, I was like, I told them, I was like, is that a new bag? They're like, yeah, these are the bags we use now. I'm like, mmm, thank you. And they actually seal too on top, so no dust or anything gets in. But enough about me gushing about my comic book shop using new bags. Uh, Right off the bat, love me some Hickman, X-Men, number 20, number 20. I have not, like, mind you, I haven't read any of these yet because I just got them. So I'm not going to be talking about what happens in them. This is just, that'll be probably on a NerdNamework Reviews, which is another RSS feed, which I feel bad because I haven't really done anything on that RSS feed in quite some time. But that's going to change over the weekend. And then we got Miles Morales Spider-Man 26. The Clone Saga has started. I mm, I can't wait. I, I do love me Clone Saga. And then I believe there's only two issues left after this, but I got the Trials of Ultraman number three. Uh, Kyle Higgins, if I can take a moment to, you know, be a fanboy from Power Rangers to Radiant Black to Rise of Ultraman, Kyle Higgins, he gets Toku. He gets Super Sentai. He gets Power Rangers. He gets Ultraman. His writing for these are so good. Like, I just ordered the, well, I got it already. I got the Rise of Ultraman trade paperback. Yes, I have already, you know, the individual comics and all the variants, which was not cheap. And I bought the trade because I was like, I'm gonna read this again and again, and I don't want to ruin my comics by keep reading them. So I got uh, the trade for it, and I'm gonna get the trade for Trials of Ultraman. It's really good. If you're an Ultraman fan, if you remember Ultraman when you were a kid, or anything like that, and you went go pick up the trade for Rise of Ultraman. It's I think 14.99 on Amazon, or better yet, please go to your local comic book shop. Support those small businesses. But if they don't have it and they can't order it for you, then you can go to Amazon. So, but yeah, it's really good. Then, another one from IDW. I got my Godzilla monster and, Monsters and Protectors uh, issue number two. It's Rise Up Part 2. This is an interesting run. Um, I read the first one. I was like, okay. I was like, intriguing, intriguing um, Godzilla. I do like the art style of it. It's not too over detailed and great it's you know it's toned down but i i'm enjoying it i'm gonna see where it goes you know this is only the second episode issue the first one i enjoyed it wasn't bad um so i kept it on my pull list and i'm gonna keep you know getting into it and see if it picks up and but it's Godzilla at the same time so it's like i need it you know i like my you know a big chonky lizard boy like that's my guy so yeah And, obviously, the other connecting variant for Power Rangers number seven. This series, like, Ryan Parrott, like, he's just killing it. Like, what do you think about it? He's technically writing two comics, you know, Mighty Morphin and Power Rangers. He's doing a great job. Uh, I feel like Power Rangers hasn't lost any steam. The only time I really did was Beyond the Grid. It was kind of felt weird. But other than Beyond the Grid, Power Rangers has been firing on all cylinders since it started. And, you know, yes, Shadowed Grid was a huge, huge monumental crossover. And I thought it's kind of like, you know, with Marvel, the MCU, it's like, okay, we got Infinity War and Endgame. What's next? How do you how do you recover from Infinity War and Endgame? What do you do after that? That's like Thanos, Infinity Stones, like that's the big mecha. Like what is next? In Power Rangers and Mighty Morphin, like, Ryan Parrott still, oh hit the mic, I hit the mic, my apologies, Ryan Parrott is still, you know, carrying on and just consistently keeping the story engaging and good in the momentum. It's not faltering at all, and I'm enjoying it. It's actually a good good run. It, like, go pick up the trades of the previous ones if you want to lead up to where you're at right now, because it's good. If you like Power Rangers, this is the comic for you. And last but not least, this is when I'm done recording, I'm reading this, by the way, because I've waited too long. And that is issue three of The Last Ronin. Such a good series. I I want to. I'm gonna be doing. i mm, I'm just, sorry, I'm just like looking at it and I'm just like, uh, it's so good. I just want to read it now, but recording a podcast. The Last Ronin is I'm going to be reviewing it separate RSS feed each issue, um, like issue one, issue two, issue three, because this is issue three. I'm going to review them with spoilers because, like, you can't talk about this without spoilers. Like, I can't even tell you about the first two right now of how hyped and building up and how exciting it is to go into the third one without spoiling it. And I don't want to spoil it at all for you guys. Like, I like my listeners. I like my viewers. I'm not going to spoil The Last Ronin for you. Like, even though by the time of recording this, it's already been out for, like, three days, but I've been able to avoid spoilers. My friends don't spoil it for me. We're, I have a group chat where I talk to my friends. We talk about Last Road, comics, and that, but we refuse to spoil things for people. But that's it for new comics. Other than that, I have um, a big set of Invincible trades and everything else that I picked up. Um, I'm going to be reading that. I have a lot of the individual issues from when it started. I just stopped pulling them. So... I'm excited to read all that. Read all those before I watch the show. Everyone's saying you got to watch the show and then read them. But it's like I already read some of the majority of them before. And from timing and everything else going on, like I just want to relax and read. After working full time, the last thing I want to do is like look at a TV or a computer screen and watch something because I get headaches. You know, I got glasses. So, like you know, I got bad vision. Like I need to rest my eyes from the strain of the lights and this and that. So it's like. I like to read. i um, probably just going to go in and, you know, read some of the trades. And then I'll watch season one of Invincible. But so that's the side stuff. But that's it. That's it for comics. That's it for games and everything else. So the main topic, like I said, gotcha games. And the main one right now that is killing it is my hero, Academia, the strongest hero. It's a lot of fun. It's the traditional gacha game. You got to do multi summons, single summons, get your heroes. Right now, it's most of uh, Class 1A. And then there's an All Might banner right now. And then if you can level up, I believe, six characters to level 80 and get one to SS rank, you can get yourself Izawa, Izawa a.k.a. Eraserhead. Um, I did all that. So basically, right now, I have everyone off the roster. And I have a lot of SS tier characters. So they have b rank a rank s rank and then that's for summoning and then you can actually get duplicates and level them up with resonance and get them to like ss rank and triple ss rainbow rank uh i have multiple i have like four or five ss rank characters um i'm enjoying it it's a lot of fun but the gacha games man they get money okay and i wanted to I want to talk about, like, my history with Gacha Games, part two, basically. Because I believe I did an episode already going over Gacha Games. So this is kind of like the follow-up, the sequel to it, if you will. And the thing is, with Gacha Games, like, I've, I've been into Gacha Games for, like, seven years now. Because W Supercard is on Season 7. Season 8 will be around October, November. So almost eight years. And my history with gacha games is very sordid and very sad. Because and the one time I whale when I can. I, I call myself a, a dolphin, basically, if you will. I'm not a full whale in these games. I'm a dolphin. I'm a minnow compared to that. So it started with Supercard. I didn't really spend money for like the first four or five seasons of the game here and there, maybe for events like, oh, here, take $1.99. Here's ninety nine. Here's four ninety nine, And it wasn't until like my family would send me like iTunes gift cards and Amazon gift cards. And I'm like, oh, well, I'm not going to buy any like mu- movies or music off of iTunes because I don't have an Apple TV. I just have my phone. Why would I, you know, do that? And then so it's like, oh, well, I can use these gift cards and video in these gotcha games. And evolved. there's games like I've like the list of games i played that i played the most is basically w supercard doken battle which is dragon ball z uh dragon ball legends and now my hero i've also dabbled in a few other ones along the way but none of them really stuck like those ones and i noticed the rise of gotcha games especially last year when genshin impact launched it was on you know pc playstation mobile phones That game is still widely popular and the gotchas are just so dangerous. Like, mm, gotcha games scare me because I have impulse issues sometimes. Like, luckily, not as bad, but it's like the All Might banner, so to speak. Like, if it wasn't for the fact of how easy it was to farm currency for the first week of the game and I just got really lucky. I did spend money, though. Don't get me wrong. One of the things about gacha games, if you have a gacha game and you add some sort of like battle pass, like premium version of it, like, I'm going to get that battle pass. And I did. And I bought a few other little things that were like $4.99 and $1.99. I didn't spend a lot, but luckily from farming standpoint, I had enough in-game currency where I was like, oh, let me summon and see if I can get All Might. I did almost have to go to the pity to get All Might. That was actually really rough. But um, it's interesting because, you know, microtransactions and then the whole EA lawsuit with surprise mechanics, a lot of gotcha games, the evolution of them, they weren't as like the fact that you can get a lot of premium currency for free by playing the game, by doing certain things is actually really cool. Like there are you could be free to play in a lot of these games and actually succeed and actually make progress, whereas back in the day. If you didn't spend any money, you were, there was a clear disadvantage. Like for Supercard, this is the, my easy way to, for Supercard, there was a time frame where if you didn't spend money, good luck getting an event card. And then it kind of got a little easier. And then they added the heroic side of events. So like it kind of made things easier to get through the regular side. But man, if you weren't spending money, you were at a clear disadvantage over everyone. Like everyone else had like, was up here, like at 100 percent of everything and you were down in like the 60 percent 70 percentile of what you could achieve now the evolution things got a little bit better especially with like Doken battle for example token battle i'm sorry but if they were putting out new battles with some new lrs like oh you want that lr goku you want that lr super saiyan 2 gohan from the cell games it's like you weren't uh, once you clear the story, because the story would give you Dragon Stones, which are their premium currency. Once you cleared every story and all the difficulties and that, like you were kind of left with no way to get premium currency in game without spending money. Then they added some other modes to get more, and then they started doing logins and giving you bonus stuff. So it's like, but when all these games started off, it wasn't until recent years that like I, the Gacha games kind of made it free to play friendly, so you can actually still succeed. Now with, in my case, like SuperCard, I'm I've toned down SuperCard to the point where it's like I log in every day, I do the Monday team event, and that's it. Like I don't even really play it because after almost basically seven years of playing that game, and the fact that they still have a lot of issues that they haven't worked out, and with like servers and just events not working, and recently I had to I had a nice little. spirited debate via email with their customer support because you know their game glitched out on me i lost out on an event card was not my fault i had video proof because it just happened i was actually going to make a youtube video and i sent them the video and this and that and they flat out like there's nothing we can do and i'm like well i used in-game currency like their coins i which is premium currency i use premium currency i i have proof that i did the event i didn't get the card i was like you should like and they're like oh we have no way to send you the card i'm like you made the game you can't push a button and give me what i earned and i was like can i at least get my my premium currency back because i spent currency for this event and they're like no and i'm like okay then like screw you guys like you know i so i just basically log in every day do my team events with my friends and that's it uh I don't think I'm ever going to return to a full-time capacity of that game like I used to play. I don't think it's ever going to happen. I don't miss it. Um, I so Because like, even right now, like um, the main ones I play in another gacha game, it gets me as Pokemon Masters. But Pokemon Masters, I've actually never spent a dime in that. It, but they have a lot of events where you can get like Giovanni and Mewtwo. And all these legendaries and like Professor Oak with Mew. And you can get all those without spending any money. And they just give you the premium currency like crazy. You can earn it. And then you can do your multis. It's I have probably 90% of everyone in that game that's summonable. And I have legitimately spent $0 in that game. So there's some there's a lot of games. And I think I don't know if it's because it is Pokemon. And the demographic is going to be kids. And adults, like, it's kind of a wide br- age range bracket because, you know, you got the older people like me and, you know, who like gotcha games. And you have kids who just like Pokemon and just want their favorite Pokemon. So, obviously, they're going to make it more geared towards, okay, we're not going to make it too difficult. We're not going to make it paywall heavy. So, it's kind of like the demographic plays a key. Like, My Hero, right now, it's definitely... One of those games where you can play it for free. You can. There's a way. You can be free to play completely. Um, you're not gonna summon a lot to get characters, but there are alternative methods to unlock people. You can there there's hero shards that you can unlock just by playing hero trials. So they and you could actually pick the hero to get the shards for. Yes, it's gonna take you a lot of time because you're limited to two per day for each hero. So it's gonna take you a long time to realistically get them to a higher ranking especially if you need nine per nine shards per piece and you need 20 pieces so that's 180 you could only do two a day that's 90 that's three months of just doing that only to get them that's not including if you do a summon and get them And that's not it, it's basically just 90 days of just grinding two every day so there is a lot to the game but the game's good um I'm, I'm not even close to finishing any of the content either because the way I like games that limit yourself. So this game has a stamina system. And yes, you could use premium coins to refill your stamina, but you can only do that 10 times. So realistically, there is a cutoff for how much stamina you can use in a day. And I like that because it's like, you're not going to waste all day just playing. You will have to take a break. And there are a lot of gotcha games that don't have stamina systems. And they that's where you're going to be Like, I don't want to sit there and spend 10 hours on my phone or using BlueStacks on my computer for 10 hours just playing the same game over and over again just to, you know, make sure I don't fall behind. This kind of evens the playing field when you have a stamina limit. And I like that. So it's like, I I like the stamina system. Yes, it's a good way to get money because, you know, if you don't have any coins, you want to refill your stamina because you're doing good. Yeah, you're going to spend the money. But at the same time... If I run out of stamina, and I'm like, oh, I don't want to spend any coins. I want to save my coins. There might be another banner coming up. Why would I waste my coins? So then I'll be like, you know, what? I'm just gonna put the game down. I'm gonna go relax. I'll put it down, and I'll go. I'll get back to it at some point. So that's really nice feature of it. Uh, I also like that it's combat heavy. I really never liked the games on mobile where there's a on the screen itself. You could have the thumb pad, and then you tap for the abilities and stuff. I never really liked that honestly. Uh, but for my hero, I do enjoy it for some of the stuff I hit auto, but if it's like PVP or boss battles and stuff, I don't have it set to auto. So you can actually have an auto battle, which is great. I wish you could do auto with like a times two speed, like a lot of games have, but no, I'm still not going to complain. I can sit there and have it run on auto while I'm editing and just push a button and be like, okay, auto battle that for the story while I'm editing. So it's good. Um, I'm going to be going in and doing a more in-depth review of the game. I'm just going to compile some notes and some video clips and stuff like that. Um, cause with an audio podcast, I you know, you can't really go too in depth of the game without like, s- like showing you visual aids for proof, like just to, you know, examples, but yeah, my hero gotcha games. They're just, mm i don't know i think with genshin and this and that i feel like we're eventually going to get more gotcha games on consoles i feel like that's gonna happen i don't know what's gonna happen with the future of genshin because i know at one it was advertised that it was gonna make its way to the switch i don't know whatever happened to that honestly but yeah that's really it for gotcha games uh my hero is a lot of fun if you haven't checked it out it's uh my hero academia the strongest hero. I would definitely, like right now the All Might banner is going for 10 more days, 11 more days, until like the 9th of June. The Aizawa event to unlock him for free, mind you, but it's you might have to grind with some money to like boost and this and that, ends on the 4th or 5th of June. So if you haven't played it, out, you might want to jump in now and just try to, you know, make some progress. Uh, but that's it for episode seventy-eight of a Nerd Name Mark podcast. If you go to anchor.fm slash a n n m podcast, you can see all the places you can find a Nerd Name Mark podcast: Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, podcast Republic, all the Podbean, all these other ones. Or you just go on any platform, type in a Nerd Name Mark podcast, you got it. I haven't updated it in a while, but the A Nerd Name Mark Reviews RSS feed is going to be updated this week because I have so much extra time that I'm actually going to have some review episodes going up. I'm going to have one for Army of the Dead, A Quiet Place Part 2, and a few other movies and TV shows and some comics because it's not just movies and TV shows. I will have some comic reviews on there as well. With that being said, I thank you guys for listening and watching to A Nerd Name Mark Podcast. And my name is Mark and I'm a nerd.